0: Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the Journal of Blessed George Matulaitis from beginning to end. Today, we take up from where we left off, beginning with March 14th and 15th, 1919, Part 1, pages 222 through 223. March 14th, 1919, Part 1. Father Kulesho, pastor of the Dominican Church, came rushing in to try to convince me that I should leave for my, sh- my He said that the Bolsheviks are really determined to arrest him. me, him, Father Lujubianets, and Father Songin. He said that he even had horses ready to take me to Mishigala. And what are you going to do? I asked him. Are you going to flee as well? No, he answered then why are you trying to convince me to leave? Your excellency is another matter. The whole diocese needs you. It needs my example as well. If I should leave or go into hiding, God knows what may happen in the city. Some unruly persons may take advantage of this to incite the people and bring great calamity down upon them. No, I have no intention of going anywhere. Such behavior is not fitting for a bishop. If they do arrest me, a hole will not open up in the earth because of it. God will provide for the diocese in my absence. Throughout the day, various good-hearted people kept coming in to warn me to leave, to go and hide somewhere, for the Bolsheviks would most certainly arrest me. Late in the evening, Father Mikovsky, a seminary professor, came running in to report that he had he had come at the request of certain noblemen to warn me that tonight the Bolsheviks will really come to arrest me. After saying the rosary, I went to bed, completely at peace. First of all, first of all though, I took care of all my papers and documents and assigned someone to administer the diocese in case I should be imprisoned. March 15, 1919 Two Lithuanian representatives came to report the ostensibly reliable news that on the 20th of this month, the Lithuanian army would occupy Vilnius and to confer about how to receive and greet the victorious troops. They wanted me to participate in the festivities as well. They suggested the following order of ceremonies. First, they planned to greet the Lithuanian commander of the armed forces with bread and salt. Afterwards, everyone would proceed to the cathedral. They asked me if I would agree to celebrate Mass, to address the people, and to give my blessing. From the cathedral, they would go to the gates of dawn. Here, too, they wanted me to say the litany with the people and speak a few words. From there, everyone would go to the hill of Jediminas to raise the flag. I asked that the Lithuanians not involve me in any political ceremonies or demonstrations. They should not forget that I am here in Vilnius to serve everyone, not only Lithuanians, but also the Poles and the Belarusians, and that above all, I am obliged to look after whatever concerns the Church. In this first entry, Blessed George writes of a priest trying to convince him to flee to a town which is 25 kilometers or about 15 miles from Vilnius. In this way, he can avoid being arrested by the Bolsheviks. They also want to arrest three other priests. Blessed George says that the diocese needs his example. Uh, He is afraid the city will crumble into chaos without his reassuring, stable presence. He doesn't want a riot to start. A bishop is a shepherd who belongs with his flock. If he is arrested, he trusts that God will look after the flock. Many others also tried to convince him to leave and to hide. News arrived that he would be arrested that night. Blessed George said his rosary and went to bed at peace. He believed that he was doing God's will. He did put things in order in case he was arrested. In the beginning of the next entry, Blessed George writes of receiving news that the Lithuanian army would be occupying Vilnius within the week. They wanted Blessed George to participate in the victory celebration and the welcoming rite. They asked Blessed George to celebrate Mass in the cathedral. They then wanted a procession and uh, a prayer and a few words at the Shrine of Our Lady of Mercy. Blessed George asked not to be involved in any political ceremonies or demonstrations. He is the shepherd of everyone, not just of one group in the diocese. Need a miracle? Here's a prayer for a special grace through the intercession of Blessed George, which has received ecclesiastical approval. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, our Lord and Father, you surround us always by your care. Receive our humble petition, and through the intercession of Blessed George, who suffered so much for your glory and for the increase of your kingdom here on earth, grant me the grace, and here mention your intention, for which I ask you with confidence, promising to live from now on with greater fidelity to your commandments. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. To receive a Blessed George prayer card, or to report graces received through the intercession of Blessed George, please visit us at thedivinemercy.org journal. That's thedivinemercy.org Journal. Blessed George, pray for us. Jesus, I trust in you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world.